sin and death. Our first scripture this morning is found in the book of Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. As we look at this verse, God tells us, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. We are studying those things freely given to us of God that makes possible the eternal security of the believer. God has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. We need to understand that our strength, our power, our vision, whatever we may have, comes from the Lord. Back in Genesis, in the beginning, in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 17, God said, But of the tree of knowledge of good and evil, thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. I believe the tree is a symbol of many things, but uh, there are certain things that we do, and as we do them, we first destroy our spiritual life, and then it will affect the physical life, the physical body. God created man and placed him in the Garden of Eden, though already Warned by loving God, man chose to assert himself against his maker. It is amazing to me, I was talking to a person yesterday, we know of children who was raised in a Christian home, raised in church, and yet when they got a certain age, they left that, went out and Fulfill the lust of the flesh. So it's like the children that had never been taught. You know, I noticed that in uh, the past years, especially the past five or so years, in the music, the dress, what is important, that we all are blending into the world more and more and more all the time. But God created man and placed him in the Garden of Eden, though already warned by loving God that man choose to insert himself against the master. Romans 5.12, which we all know so very well, Wherefore, as by one man sin enter into the world, and death by sin, and so death, Pass upon all men, for all have sinned. There's not a man, woman, boy, or girl in this earth today that has not sinned. And every one of us who have sinned, if we were not bought 
and purchased and made alive by God Almighty, our next breath may be in hell. God tells us in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1, which is such a powerful verse. Matter of fact, the whole book of Ephesians is we we study the book of Ephesians here verse by verse, and I've been thinking about you know what we need to do it again. But you know, uh, because of this sin, the spiritual part of man died uh, to heaven and God. And he said in Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1, And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Every child of God from this pulpit to the back row, the only reason that you're saved, if you're saved, is because he hath quickened us. And that us includes every individual that has ever been saved or ever will be saved. A dead man can't repent. dead man can't serve God. A dead man can't do anything except fulfill the lusts of the flesh. But man who had been created to be spiritual was now spiritually dead. Man was enslaved to sin and death, and, and there is in everyone a, a putal sense of loss and search. Uh, in our lost condition, we have no desire. We can listen, but we have no inward desire to seek God and to begin to live for God no matter what anybody else around us do. And this is the thing that I heard probably more in 2022 than I ever had in my ministry. You know, that's just what people do. It is. That's what people do in the natural state. That's what to do in the natural state. But when God quickens you, you have a choice. You have a choice whether to be in church or to do something else. You have the choice to read the Word of God or read something else. You have a choice, but only to do those things that entertain the flesh and mind. But I see, and you have too if you open your eyes, that uh, Baptists are not as spiritual as they used to be. Don't take hardly anything for us to to say, well, it ain't worth it. But yet we struggle, you know. I think about a friend of mine who had a baby last week and uh, at the UK hospital and probably be there several weeks, maybe even months, struggling to live. That's what I was before God saved me, struggling, struggling to be the type person that God wanted me to be. Man, by his own efforts, make many attempts to recover that which he has lost. 
And we all lost when sin happened in the Garden of Eden. We lost because now everyone is born a sinner. But let's ask ourselves, what is the definition of the law? Well, the term law is used about 200 times in the Bible and so the the revealed will of God with respect, in respect to human conduct. The law is a teacher. Go down the road and the sign says 55. What is that sign there for? It is put there for you to know it's safe to go around that curve at 55. Or it's safe to go through the neighborhood at 35. That's what the signs are for. But as a whole, we're not going to pay any attention to that speed sign. We're not going to pay any attention to a person that says, you know, if you use this substance, it may kill you or triple you or affect you. Nobody's telling me what to do. And that's where we are, was and still is, all through 2022. We serve God when it was convenient. But if there's something else, make a difference what it is. Anything we put before God is sin. It doesn't have to be something that everybody acknowledges. Now, as we look at this, as we look at this and we we see, now let's let's notice something. You know, uh, in Mark, Mark, this is very important. Mark chapter 12, Mark chapter 12 and verse 29. 29, verse 29, Mark 12. And Jesus answered him, the law of all the commandments is here. O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. If we don't keep the first commandment, we're not going to be blessed. This is the first commandment. I had a couple ask me this week if I would perform the wedding. And uh, I don't know why I asked this question, but I said, do y'all, have y'all fell in love with each other? And the answer was, I think so. My answer was, I think not. 
I'm not going to perform a wedding to, for two people that, that doesn't even know that they love each other. Well, if you're not marrying for love, what are you marrying for? But let's take it a little further. If you're not here to worship God, what are you here for? Because it's Sunday? Well, you know, if your Sunday is that important to you, then you can join an organization that worships on Saturdays. You know, there's religions that worship on Saturdays. We look at verse 30, and he said, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment. You'll break all other commandments if you don't keep the first one. And the second is like, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. These two commandments are the greatest of all. And the scribes said unto him, Well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. No man is justified by the law. We got to realize that, you know, what I want to do as I study these lessons in 2023, I want us to see and review, and you may say, I've heard this for years, and that is certainly is no reason for you not to practice them then if you've heard them and if you're saved. But, you know, sometimes we uh, keep in our memory bank those things that we like to do or can do or easy to do. But God said in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 11, Galatians 3, 11. Now, when we look at this verse, it says, but that no man is justified by the law in the sight of God, it is evident for the just shall live by faith. Now notice, but that no man is justified by the law. No man is justified by doing what he knows is right. Doing doesn't save you. Doing is the evidence of being saved. So no man is justified by the law. But yet if you talk to people other than those that have been taught the true doctrine, they'll say, I've been baptized, or they'll show you a pen that they've had. They've been faithful for 21 years, 10 years, 5 years. All that is, you know, it's fine if you want to do it, but it has no saving power. 
It has no saving power. The only thing that can save you is your faith and belief in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Then we see that the Bible clearly teaches that it is impossible for man to keep the law and thereby obtain his own righteousness. You know, when I think about that, you know, and and we go to uh, the book of, of Acts, you know, the 13th chapter, Acts 13 and verse 39, I believe. God says here in Acts 13, verse 39, and by him all that believe are justified from all things from which he could not be justified by the law of Moses. I can't take away this sinful nature that I was born with. But God can cover up my sins, take the penalty away, and I can live as if I had never sinned. In other words, I can safely, honestly say that I am eternally saved because of what Christ did and not what I did. There has never been, nor will there ever be, an individual who stood justified by the law of Moses. I don't care how good you are. I don't care how, how faithful you, you are. See, because it is common knowledge that it is expected of. Because the Bible says, you know, honor thy mother and thy father. You want to live long? It doesn't say that eat three square meals a day, take all your vitamins and your juice, and you'll live longer. He said, honor your father and your mother. It doesn't even say you've got to grieve with your father and mother. It said honor them. You honor them because they were the ones that God used to bring you into the world. Now, God said in Romans chapter 3, Romans chapter 3, when we look at this scripture and we see Romans chapter 3, notice, and verse 20, Romans 3, 20, God says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight, for by the law is the knowledge of sin. Go down the road, the sign says 45 miles an hour. I'm driving 70. I broke the law. That sign showed didn't control how fast I can go or would go. But when I go over that speed limit, I have broke the law. 
God's Word says, Love the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart, soul, and mind. And when I put anything in front of God, I've broken the law. That's not hard to understand. It's, it's elementary. That's why you don't have to be highly educated to be a child of God. Matter of fact, the Bible says that not many you know, smart people, you know, intelligent people. But, you know, I, I'd rather be called a fool and know I'm on my way to glory than for somebody to tell me I'm a genius and die and go to hell. No matter how much of the law is kept nor how many good deeds are accomplished, it still stands as a fact of Scripture that by this no flesh shall be justified. What am I saying? Well, Galatians chapter 2 and verse 16 will give us that answer. Galatians chapter 2 and verse 16. Now notice what God says. Knowing this, that a man is not justified by the works of the law. Man is not justified by the works of the law. In other words, I'm not saved because I keep the Ten Commandments. Or I keep all of God's law. But by faith of Jesus Christ. Even we have believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For by the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. It's simple. Taking care of your baby doesn't make you a good mother, a good father. What do those works? Taking them to the doctor when they're sick, buying them clothes when they outgrow them. You know, we go on and on. What does that prove to us? It proves to us that we love that child. It's our responsibility to take care of that child. See, what we do is evidence of what we really believe. If I believe that reading my Bible is needful for me to be the type Christian that God wants me to be, if I believe that, then I will read the Bible. If not, I say, well, that'd be good. Nothing wrong with that. The scriptures establish one thing beyond any shadow of a doubt. Man, by his works and deeds, cannot justify himself, nor can he produce his own righteousness. How many times have you ever heard, if anybody's going to heaven, Grandma is. So, to go to heaven, you've got to be a, a Grandma? Anybody's in heaven, my dad is. He was a hard worker. He did this, he did that, he did that. See, I mean, we try to make exceptions 
And I believe that's why that, that it's harder for us to tell our immediate family about Jesus Christ. And it isn't done overnight. It's done by living the Christian life in front of people day after day after day. That's what God said, not only in Galatians 2.16, but many other places. Titus 3.5, you know, tells us, not by works of righteousness we have done. See, these scriptures establish one thing beyond any shadow of doubt. Man by his works and deeds cannot justify himself, nor can he produce his own. And the sad part about it is this is good old Baptist teaching, conservative Baptist teaching. But many says, that's true, but the preacher said, I, I don't have to do these things. I'm not asking you, do you have to? I'm asking you, do you have the desire to? I may not have furnished my wife with everything she deserved, but I had a desire to. It's not what we do, it's what is our desire. What is the one thing you don't want anybody to think about you? It's your hypocrite. You don't want that. Because what that's saying is that I'm saved and I know I'm saved, but I failed the number one test, and that is to let others see Jesus in me. See, all of man's efforts at meeting the right of a just and holy God are doomed to failure. All of the good works and deeds that can be produced are only to come up short. See, God knows what. I was a good preacher this year. I didn't preach against Christmas. You, did y'all notice that? Not one time against Christmas. But I'm sure about people gifts that they didn't really like, but they knew they were going to give something to them. Now, what's it got to do with anything? Let me tell you what it's got to do with. God died in my place. What little I know, God showed it to me. If I was to die this very second, the concern is, does anybody know what funeral home he wants to go to? I don't care. Because I'll be in heaven before you can say weapon. 
this next statement is, I think it's good to make those arrangements so you are on the ones that you love. But that wasn't in the book of Romans. Chapter 6. Maybe could not keep the law, tried to. But praise God, I don't have to keep the law. I have lived in the one perfectly. So if somebody asked me, you know, I did have a person say, you think you're so smart, I bet you think you've kept the law. I have in Christ. In Christ. But not in myself. Christ did for me what I could never do for myself. Ain't that wonderful? That is wonderful because that's the only way you can be saved. That's the only way you're going to heaven. Because Romans 8, 2 said, For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus have made me free from the law of sin and death. What a wonderful picture that is in Romans chapter 8 and verse 2. Now, for the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. He did for me what I could never do for myself from the law of sin and death because of man's complete failure the law became the law of sin and death the law, the law did not bring life but the revelation of sin and death to the sinner see all the law did was show me that I was a sinner if I'm going down the road and I'm going 70 miles an hour nobody can say I'm speeding if there's not a sign there, but that sign is there, it shows me that I'm speeding, I'm breaking the law. So why was the law given? So that we can reveal what God expects of us. There is no exception. All are guilty. Things, there is no for there is none righteous. No sinner can escape the indictment. It's not a man, woman, boy, or girl that can be honest with herself and say this morning, I have no sin. Because I do. But Christ paid the penalty. He paid the penalty. It's very, very simple. You know. But Romans, you know, 3.10 said there's, you know, it's written, there's none righteous, no, not one. Romans 3.23 said, for all have sinned, come short of the glory of God. See, there's, there's just no exception. From Adam to the last person that is born in this earth. But the good news is we don't have to remain a sinner in the eyes of God. See, even though I'm saved and been saved for a long time, my flesh is still weak. And my flesh has the desire to do things at times that it should not want to do. But then why don't you do it? The power of God prevents it. God keeps me from doing that. 
Because this flesh is weak. And whenever you think it's you that's not doing something, you're headed for trouble. It's the Christ that lives in you. It's just like the good dog and the bad dog. Which one are you going to feed? You're going to feed the spirit or are you going to feed the flesh? By the law, the sinner is taught his need of Christ. You know, Romans 3.20 said, Therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. See? I go back to my speech sign. It makes no difference how fast I'm going up Russell Jade Road if there's no sign there. But the sign is there, you know, coming upon the curb, 20 mile an hour. New Year's Eve, let's get drunk and celebrate. God said, that's when I get. Let's go to a New Year's Eve party where everybody is forgetting all the troubles and, and by the next morning we don't even know where we've been or who's there. Is that godly? The best you can hope for is to have a mild headache. Nothing else will come from it. Because if you are a child of God and you do that, and you can do that, but God is going and if he doesn't, you're in worse trouble than going to a New Year's party and getting drunk. The law reveals short we fall of the glory that a righteous God demands. You know, still in Romans, let's look at Romans chapter 10, verse 4. Romans chapter 10, verse 4 said, what? Well, it says, for Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. Didn't say he, he, he did away with the law. He did away with the law for righteousness. What he's saying, you can't do everything the law says and said, I'm going to heaven because I don't don't did this, 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 and I don't associate with those who do. That doesn't work. That's not what the law is for. God said, therefore, by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight. Oh, it makes parents happy. It makes, you know, I'm so thankful to my knowledge, you know, you know, that I've got a mid-20s granddaughter that has never done this, this, or this. That makes me happy. What would make me more happy for that granddaughter to be in church? That's what would make me real happy. See, We're thankful that they're good moral kids, but good moral kids go to hell. And 
nobody preaches it anymore, and few, such as your pastor does, you know, and then people say, oh, wonder the church don't grow. He talks about sin all the time. If sin is keeping you lost, you're going to hell because of sin. So we've got to take sin and, and identify it. And the government is against us. I've got to be careful from this point on what Bible verse I use. Because one of my enemies is going to report it to the government. And people say, ah, oh, that won't happen. It's already happening. Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. Romans 10, 4 says, For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believe it. In other words, what Romans 10, 4 is saying, you're not going to heaven because you're a good moral person. Should you be a good moral person, amen. You're going to be a whoremonger or a drunk, so it's important that we be a good moral person that's been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Free, free from the law of sin and death. Free of sin and death. Romans 8, 2 said, For all of the spirit of life in Christ... Jesus have made me free sin and death. Isn't that wonderful? I don't mark every verse in my Bible, but, you know, I got, uh, let me see, before I say it, yeah. Romans 8, the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. Christ kept the law for me because he knew I couldn't do it. All I've got to do is to repent and if I have a desire to be saved, it's because God has given me that desire. He knows if I'm going to be saved, I've got to believe, so he gave me the ability to believe. He knows if I'm going to be a Christian, I've got to repent, so he granted repentance to me. He knows if I want to be in the bride of Christ, I've got to live for him, so he gave me the ability to live for him. I am what I am by the grace of God. King brag on yourself. Oh, if you got a New Year's resolution and, you know, you need to do this for your health and you need to do that for your health, praise God for that. You know, people ask me, do you have any New Year's resolutions every year? Do you carry them out? Most of them I'm flunked out about the fifth. For five or six months. Not under the law, but under grace. You should not sin continually. You can't sin your child God, but nobody likes to hear. He may not always deal with me, grandchildren, or somebody else who's been a blessing to me. God knows how to get my attention. And Baptists sit in Baptist churches every day and don't believe that. But it's true. There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. Romans 8, 1. 
John 5, 24, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my word and believe on him that sent me hath everlasting life, shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. The law and condemnation is reproved. Christ nailed it to the cross. So there's nothing left to ever condemn the believer because Christ took care of it on the cross of Calvary. May God bless us is my prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this.